0: I slept late, and when I squinted into the cabin, there was Jeff hovering over a plate of yellow fluff and shaking his finger at my empty seat and saying, "Damn it, Joseph, eat your scrambled eggs. I cooked them specially for you. And when he crawfished out toward the galley a couple of seconds later, he was saying, Now you start on those eggs, Joseph, before I get back. I thought for a bit, and then I slid into my place and polished them off. When he floated in with the coffee he gave me another of those glaze eyed, god fearing looks. But just am I in a my disappointed, I thought, and said, Damn it, Joe, you're perfect. You always clean your plate. Apparently when I was there, Joseph just didn't exist for Jeff, and vice versa. It was sort of eerie, especially with the hum of space in my ears like a seashell and nobody else for five million miles. Beginning with the scrambled eggs, I discovered that Jeff didn't exactly idolize Joseph, or even take with him the attitude of, "'My buddy can do no wrong,' like he did with me. I overheard him criticizing Joseph, reasonably at first, then I heard him chewing him out next bullying him. It made me wistful, that last, thinking how good it would feel to be full-bodiedly cursed to my face once in a while instead of all the sweetness and light.' and right there I got the idea for some amateur therapy. Shula Diva, help me. I waited for a moment when we were both relaxed, and then I said, Jeff, the trouble with you is you're too nice. You ought to criticize things more. For a starter, criticize me. Tell me my faults. Go ahead. He flushed a little and said, Damn it, Joe, how can I? You're perfect. No man is perfect, Jeff, I told him solemnly, feeling pretty foolish. But you're my buddy. I always can trust, he protested, squirming a bit. I wish you wouldn't talk this way. Jeff, you can't trust anybody too far, I said. Even good guys can do bad things. When I was a boy, there was a kid named Harry I practically worshipped. We lived on a pioneer world of Formaholt that had good snow, and we'd hitch rides with our sleds off little air-screw planes taking off. We'd each have a long white line on his sled and loop it beforehand around the plane's tail gear and back to the sled. Then we'd hide. As soon as the pilot got aboard, we'd jump on our sleds and each grab the free end of his line and have one comet of a ride till the plane took off. Then we quick let go. Well, one frosty morning I let go and nothing happened except I started to rise. Harriet tied the free end of my line tight to my sled. I "'Could have just rolled off, I suppose. "'But I didn't want to lose my sled or my line, either. "'Luckily I had a sheath-knife handy, and I used it. "'I even made a whizzeroo of a landing. "'But ever afterwards, my feeling toward Henry—' "'Stop it, please, Joe,' Jeff interrupted, "'very red in the face and shaking a little. "'That boy Harry was utterly evil, "'and I don't want to hear any more about this "'or anything like it ever again, understand?' I told him sure I did. Heck, I could see I'd gone the wrong way about it. I even begged his pardon. After that I just sweated it out, but I found I couldn't spend much time on books or my thoughts. I'd keep listening for what Jeff was saying to Joseph, and sometimes when he'd pause for Joseph's reply, I'd catch myself waiting for the imaginary me to make one. So I took to staying in the same cabin as Jeff as much as I could— it seemed to make him uncomfortable after a while, though he pretended to glory in it. He'd ask me questions like, Tell me about life, Joe, so I'll know how to handle myself if we're ever parted. But the weariest things come to an end, even duty orbits around Shula. And so the time came when we were servicing our last beacon. Outside the planet Shulabai it was, next step would be a fast interplanetary orbit for base at Shulaneer. I was out working on a safety line, of course, but suit jetting around more than I needed to, just for the pure joy of it, so that my suit tank was almost dry. I'd switched my suit radio off for a bit, because working in space, Jeff had taken to just gabbling to me nervously all the time, maybe because he figured there couldn't be room for Joseph with him in his suit.